everybody. Welcome to the Thoughts and Found podcast. My name is Adam, and I'm here with my wife, Danielle, today. And uh, we're going to be starting off the pregnancy series of our podcast talking about gear today. And we're not really sure if this is the first episode or not. So welcome. Welcome back. We're not sure. Anyway, we're glad that you're with us today. So for a little bit of context here... Uh, Danielle and I are expecting our very first baby. We're super excited about this and we're about, or Danielle is about seven months along right now. And uh, our plan is to go back and talk a little bit about the first seven months. But at this point in time, we're just gonna pick a topic and start with it. So baby gear is uh, what came out in the draw today. Yes, we will go back and talk about the last seven months, but here we are. Here so we, are. we have a list of gear that has come out of much research and much talking with friends and family and much listening to friends and family and looking at websites and reading books and also just using our own judgment too. We talk about a lot of stuff. That's one thing that we do really well is we talk. Hence the podcast. Hence the podcast. Yeah. So um, we have consolidated it into a list that we think is pretty much everything we're going to need. We have a couple scribbles, so we obviously didn't think of everything. Um but we, I think we're just going to go through it, right? Just read it off and maybe talk about where we found stuff, why we chose that over something else. We're also going to give you guys a list of where we found the stuff. Um, we live in Canada, so some of this stuff we're going to be buying online. Some of it we actually got at local stores um, here in Ottawa. And some stuff is bigger box stores that you can find maybe where you live too. I'm uh, mostly North American, I guess. And a lot so. of the other stores are sort of uh, smaller, more niche stores. Um, we found things at a whole variety of different, even unexpected stores where we, we weren't initially thinking we would go into for the purpose of finding something that would be helpful for pregnancy. But we ended up coming out with uh, a garbage can, for example. We went in for duvets and came out with a garbage can. You just never know what you're going to think <laughs> that about. That was yesterday's story. So we'll it get was, to that. We'll get to that. So what we found helpful was we divided it up. We actually did it on a computer so that it wasn't this big scratch and scribble scribble art project. So we did it on just a Word document and typed it up so then we could just delete stuff, move stuff around. What I found really helpful, and I actually did this, but I guess it took me about an hour and a half just thinking through it, and I categorized stuff. So I thought about our day, just moving through the day. We feed ourselves, we bathe ourselves, we get dressed. We socialize, we groom, maybe have some health concerns, we have transportation, that kind of stuff. So that obviously applies to a little human too. So we put it into categories. So I'm just going to read off the categories and then I think we'll go through each one and kind of lay out what's, what's in each one and where we, where we got it from, why we chose that. Because some of the stuff we actually made some pretty tough decisions on um, just based on common experiences and what we had talked to other people saying, oh yeah, you have to get that. And it's kind of a, an assumed must do must have um which also the a lot of the stores registries make you think that you need this stuff too so we really kind of tried to pare it back and largely, we heard largely based on on our life and our lifestyle and what we at least at this point in time think that we might need and would be best suited for for us and uh and our baby that's on the way yeah and it's by no means like a minimalism approach but it is sort of more of a sensible approach we're not going and buying extras of stuff we do have stores. We live in a city. We have access to urban, you know, Amazing. retail outlets and we have a car. So if worse comes to worst and, you know, we have the baby and we realize we need more burp claws, then 
that's an errand that Adam's going to have to do <laughs> when we get run. home. So run that um, yeah, it's not like we live really far away or, or everything is just relying on shipping and, and things like that. So um, anyway, without further ado, let's just get into the categories. So we'll just name them off to start. One is nursery. So that entails everything that basically will go into the baby's room. Um, so furniture, accessories, that kind of stuff for mom and dad and baby. And then the next category, we did sleeping slash napping. And then we did feeding. We have changing, followed by clothing, bathing, transportation, which is just a big word, but that's really what it is. Um, medical, grooming, and then we have the all-knowing miscellaneous category. The catch-all category. Yeah. So do you want to take one of them do you want me to take one of them well, how do you want to start why don't we just start with the, the nursing the nursing not nursing nursery category to begin with um, and with some of the, the main things in there we have a crib obviously um trying to buy a crib is uh can be a, a bit of a daunting process um there are so many options available so many colors sizes styles prices, prices <laughs> uh cribs that convert into day beds cribs that will convert into full-size beds later on if you buy certain adjustments and attachments um, for them so you can you can change the the size and structure of the bed as your your child gets older yeah there's a lot to consider you can even buy cribs as part of you know, essential bedroom suites um, for for your child if, if that's what you're looking to do uh, for us we just decided to go with a very simple crib that does convert into a a toddler day bed i think it's called yeah. Uh, where basically one of the sides eventually drops down. You can lower the mattress and the child can, can use that as a, as, a, as a bed for the first several years of its life until it outgrows it. And we went to Ikea for that, uh, for that bed. After shopping around a number of different stores, we found that Ikea had the best bang for the buck and uh, a nice, simple white crib that's going to fit with the decor of the room. It's and also gender neutral. We do plan on having maybe more than one child. So this one's a girl. Spoiler alert. Um, <laughs> we'll so get into that as no, a separate no pink, topic. Uh, pink confetti flying around no, here right now. We're just but, going uh, with white. But just to rewind a little bit, we actually had looked at a sort of higher end crib um, at one of the big box stores and kind of fell in love with it. Just the look and feel of it, it was kind of like a beachy theme, which is kind of what we're going for in the room. Um, it was a, quite a bit more expensive and eventually would convert into. I think a double or a queen, pretty standard um, that they convert into doubles. We are sort of of the mindset that we kind of want a kid in a twin bed just so that eventually a double becomes a treat for them and not the other way around that they have to downsize from a double to a twin. And we had heard stories actually from Adam's brother about just the fluid excess that babies produce. And if there is a space in the crib that can be filled with baby fluids, then that's gonna happen so to spend really good money on something that is kind of like a permanent piece of furniture in the end we decided maybe not to go that route so um as luck would have it it actually turned out that that crib was not discontinued but i guess it was so popular that it kind of went out of stock it's in not it's not gonna be available for yeah, another another month until or two may or we're not sure we want to late may so we did start to just shop around and that's when we went to ikea just on other people's recommendations and we actually found it was less overwhelming there because they only had about three or four cribs on the floor. So it just made the decision really easy um, to buy something that's still aesthetically pleasing and functional and actually has longevity in terms of turning into a, a toddler day bed, which actually looks really cool too in a room. Um, they have some really neat pictures on their website that you can picture it in the various stages. So that we found helpful. Um, 
and it was the, the price point we were kind of looking for. We are on a budget, um, which a lot of this stuff can quickly add up. So you kind of have to be, I guess, mindful of where you want to put your money and where you don't. So um, that's the crib we have. So it's the Ikea Sundvik. Never know really how to pronounce those things, but that's how it kind of sounds in my head. So I think that's the that's the name, and we can certainly put that into um, um, an item list in our show notes once this is done. So we'll, we'll put up a blog post about this podcast, and we'll include the yeah. Names we can and, have uh, the whole baby list down there, including where we got stuff. Maybe not direct links, just because it's Canada stuff, but maybe we will. We'll see. we'll see. So um, we also are going to pick up the mattress from IKEA too. It happens to be out of stock right now. But all of their mattresses actually fit with their cribs. And then all of their bedding is also sold to match their mattresses and cribs. So that's one thing to keep in mind is that if you do go with Ikea, you kind of have to stick with them for all the components that go into the crib. Um, we had heard when we were at actually Babies or Us, there was a, a couple who had come in asking for sheets for an Ikea bed that they had bought. And Apparently the lady said, no, they, don't, nope, they, don't, they fit. don't fit. So just something to be mindful of. You kind of have to stick with Ikea if you go there. Their, their sizes are a little bit different than the standard um in terms of sheets we also obviously yeah that we went back to ikea for those um one tip we had gotten from family is to have multiple layers on the mattress just because of that aforementioned fluid that comes out of babies um so to have the mattress which actually all of the ikea mattresses come with a cover attached to them which is really cool a zippered removable washable mattress cover um so they've already kind of done that one step but they also sell separate mattress covers so we bought two of those and then two sets of two sheets. So each set comes with two sheets. So we've got four fitted sheets total and two mattress covers. So that at any one point, if you have to remove a layer, which is a fitted sheet and a mattress protector, you're good to go in the middle of the night. You don't have to run to the, the linen closet and grab a new one and try and hold a baby in one hand and make a crib with the other. So we've got four fitted sheets and we just chose super neutral colors. We got a pair of whites and then one is uh, two pinks, I think. Thanks. It's a really soft, pretty pink, so, but they come in blue and they come in green too. So, um, back at Ikea, we also found the dresser. So it's the Ikea Hemnes eight drawer dresser. If you're on Pinterest and you ever look up nurseries, you'll pretty much find that in (laughs) just about everybody's nursery right now. Price point is excellent. Um, it's under $300. It's solid pine. Takes a while to put together, (laughs) but once you know what you're doing, you get one drawer done and you just do seven more. So um that wasn't so bad but it it looks nice it's classic lines it's not too girly not too masculine it's white also we chose the white stain which you can kind of see a little bit of the wood grain coming through rather than just the plain lacquered white white, which Mm -hmm. was not really sort of our aesthetic we're going for that sort of more casual beachy theme in there so we really like the wood that comes through and we got the the night table to match as well we did yeah at ikea Part, part of the same uh the same line um going on top of the dresser we have a changing pad so we found ours actually at winners so for any canadians out there you'll know that store it's very similar to home goods or marshall's in the states um i think it was under 20 dollars, and it's it just a basic which was a better price point than what we had found at some of the big box stores just your basic um, waterproof wipeable cover um, we do have a couple of terry top sort of changing table pads just waterproof ones that we got at babies are us i think they're the cushies brand and those are portable. So we can move those around the house and uh, and use them either on top of the dresser or or on a on a floor or a couch or somewhere else. Yeah. Um, somewhere else in the house if if we need to. Yeah, we'll probably leave the actual big pad, the bulky pad, on top of the dresser. Um, but those terry top things are easily 
usable as a changing pad themselves. So whether we leave them on top of the changing pad upstairs or we take them around on the floor of the living room or where we're, wherever we happen to be when, when we need them. Um, we got a couple of those and those are super washable and bleachable as well. We got white and pink, I think. I so think, yeah. um, next up is a place to sit. So I'll let you tell this story, Adam. It's your family story. So. That's right. So, so one of the things we're adding to the, the baby's room uh, is, is going to be a, a rocking chair um, for primarily for, for uh, mom's comfort. And, um, and by mom, I mean, I'm referring to Danielle. Um, it's a rocking chair that uh, we've had in my family for uh, a number of years. I believe 40 years. 40, I think, is the, is, the, <laughs> is the number because my parents actually got this rocking chair when I was born. So, uh, so it is 40 years old. Um, as it turns out, this is my 40th year on this planet <laughs> Earth. So the chair is 40 years old. And so it's now being passed to us by my, by my parents so that we can have it in our nursery um, for our new baby. Yeah, which is super meaningful. I think we had looked at gliders and holy crow, the price point on those suckers is pretty high. And some of them don't really blend in well post baby so we kind of wanted something that could also live in a family room or a living room down the line that wasn't just purely baby um so still comfortable and had that rockability which obviously movement that's helpful um and it's solid wood it's beautiful we've seen it i actually remember sitting in it when i would go and visit adam's family and i kind of always chose that spot which is odd so it's kind of coming full circle it'll be really neat to have that in the nursery um, we will be buying s- probably some new chair pads just um, to have some more fluff. And to match the aesthetic. To match the aesthetic, yeah. So we actually found a couple of options. Um, Bed Bath & Beyond actually has a, a set of two. So you get the seat and the back as one set. They're pretty standard sizes, which I wasn't sure about, you know, do you have to measure them? But it's pretty much rocking chairs are pretty universal size. And the one thing that's cool about the one that I found is that they actually have adhesives so that you don't have to deal with all the strings and sliding around when you sit down you know the seat part moves same with the back so these actually have an adhesive that doesn't mark the wood so down the line if you want to kind of take those off and just have the the bare chair you can do that too Um, and also for removability if you need to wash them um, they can stick and unstick so we'll be getting a couple of those at uh, bed bath and beyond also with the rocking chair we've got a footstool so someplace to put your feet up which oddly enough we found at ikea um, I'd looked on Wayfair, I'd looked on Urban Outfitters for, we're looking at the poof style. So that sort of like, you know, just round kind of ball, almost like a small bean bag. Um, happened to see one pop up in a, An other people might look for this, you know, that little bar at the bottom where you <laughs> see other suggestions and it was just an ad and it was a good price point. It was 60 bucks or something. Um, washable, removable cover. And we thought down the line, it could also double as like a little seat for, um, a child or even be a footstool for somewhere else in the house eventually exactly and we got it in it came in a few different colors um, we chose a really neutral sort of sand color like a beige um, but it's kind of it's really soft actually it's quite nice it's like a cotton jersey so even if you have bare feet which we're going to be having our baby in July so you may actually put bare feet on it and it's not scratchy or anything so um, that guy I think will get some good life out of down the line Next. What's next on our list there? We, Are you uh, reading upside down? I'm, tra- I'm reading it upside down because actually Danielle has the list Lamp in front of Lamp slash night light, lighting system. Lighting system. Yeah. Everything's a system Everything's when a system. it comes to babies. <laughs> Which is, we've had, we've had a lot of fun actually joking with, uh, joking with some neighbors about that. Um, 
that's pretty self-explanatory on the, the lighting front. We have a, a little a little lamp for yeah. on the dresser. We already have an overhead light in the room with a fan as well. Um, and we might also have a small little night light that we plug in there yeah. in the room somewhere. So. so it's just a plain pull chain lamp. We actually have a wood base and sort of a gunmetal gray shade. We're kind of going for grays, neutrals, whites, and pinks, very soft pink. So the gray is kind of gender neutral too. So down the line, we can swap out the pinks and keep the grays. Um, and that little lamp is like under $20 from winners. So super simple. And then night lights we just have because we have nightlights in our house. So we just grabbed one and that'll be the baby's nightlight. Can I tell the garbage can story next? Sure. Do you want to talk about clock first or do you want to move oh, to I, the garbage I, can? I, I, skipped, I skipped the clock. You did. Well, the clock's pretty straightforward, <laughs> I, I think. We have a clock in the room and, and it, this is even an, an analog clock. So that was really important to us. Not, not that a new infant is going to be learning to tell the time straight away, but we do plan on... on um, we, on having our, our children learn how to read an analog clock. We've heard some horror stories out there of, of children having trouble these days being able to read an analog clock. And I, I think a recent example of that yes. was... anecdotally on the Ellen Show. Uh, <laughs> a recent episode where, where, where children uh, getting towards their teenage years were having trouble um, being able to read a, a... It was a millennial versus baby boomer sort of little two-minute make fun of each of them kind of video okay, and it was hilarious okay. <laughs> but um the millennial had to read what time it was on an analog clock and she couldn't do it and she was probably early 20s and she was embarrassed actually which was kind of sad she knew but she also said i've never actually been taught how to do this so it was actually 4 20 and she said it was like three o'clock like she had no idea so we can link that video down below too because it's actually really funny. There's some other stuff in there. So it's, it's, it's worth a chuckle. Worth a chuckle. So, anyway. And we will have a, a clock in the room uh, as well. Um, the garbage can, we'll have a garbage can in there. We do expect to be changing uh, baby's diapers in the nursery. So a garbage can will be important. And as Danielle mentioned at the beginning, that was something we happened to stumble upon in a linen store of all places where um, we were in looking for duvets. Uh, for duvets and duvet covers, which we still have not purchased. And I think the lady was disappointed that we didn't buy a duvet. I, I, I bought a can on sale. <laughs> Instead of buying, spending a couple hundred bucks on, on a duvet, we spent uh, twenty dollars on a discounted garbage with the coupon. can. Coupon. But uh, but anyway, if if we found it's a gray garbage can, it has a removable um, insert that's which will help make emptying garbage bags very easy. It's got a foot uh, a foot pedal to open the lid. That was crucial. I think we didn't want a swing lid. We didn't want something we had to fumble with with poopy hands that's right we also have a dog who can smell stuff and i don't think we really want her nosing, nosing around, around the diapers exactly so, so having a lid that closes fairly securely will exactly. be a very helpful thing free hands just use the foot pedal and also it's heavy enough the lid i don't think even the dog could nose it up really probably not so um she's all pretty, these little she's... considerations who knew there was like four things you need to consider with a garbage can but once you put your mind to it and you walk through yeah. you actually kind of come up with these criteria that you didn't realize you had for garbage cans. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and having a good uh, containment unit or containment vessel uh, for that type of waste, I think, is going to be is very, very important for everybody's comfort in the yeah. home. And it's something, too, that she can grow into. Like, you'll need a garbage can in her room anyway, so it's not super kitty looking It's actually just a gunmetal gray, really neutral. It'll just be tucked away in a corner for now, but then can last with her, too. So um next up was a laundry basket so we actually plan on putting the dresser against one of the walls and having a garbage can on one side and the laundry basket on the other we will have the changing pad on top so take the dirty clothes off they just go right in the hamper you're not walking across the room or over to our hamper or whatever just super hands free easy access and then the garbage can too so one on either side um the laundry basket is just a super simple cotton 
um, sort of canvas stand-up one with like leather handles. We found that again at Winners. It was on clearance. Just a cute little gray and white dotted canvas laundry hamper. So we can, it's big enough that like, I mean, baby clothes are small, so you can actually probably fit more baby clothes in a smaller laundry basket, but it's also something that can stay in her room too. That's right. Um, and, or a baby boy's nursery, super gender neutral. So. And what's next on our list? Books. Like books. Reading systems. We like read, reading <laughs> systems. That's right. We have to thank our neighbors for that one. Who The neighbors we joke with about all the different baby systems that are out there. We're at a bookstore recently and, and sent us a special text asking if we had, in fact, um, considered reading systems for our, our child to be, uh, which which we, we hadn't thought of it in that context. It's become uh, a running joke. It's becoming a running joke. Running Everything's joke. a system now. <laughs> but we also like reading in our house. We have oodles of books all over the place and so we i think when we moved we had more boxes of books than anything else clothes decor kitchen i I seem to recall the movers the movers commenting on that fact a few times you guys like to read we do we we like to read we're sort of nerdy that way so we will have some books uh children's books in in the room as well we're hoping to get a couple of bookshelves set up yeah um and and just again not because the child's going to be reading straight away but because we'll uh, be reading to her stories to her and we actually went through some of our books from childhood which was really cool um just going through i had a whole set of beatrix potter books um almost a complete set except number 13 which maybe we should look into whether that one was even made i don't know because of number 13 unlucky number maybe but some of them had inscriptions and stuff in them from you know aunts and uncles that had gifted them to us when we were toddlers and one of them has you know february 16th 1982 happy first birthday danielle so that's just kind of neat to see um so we went through we have a, a few Robert Munch, we've got a couple of Dr. Seuss books. Some of the um, classics. Aesop's Fables, we've got a really nice compilation of that. And then we've also spotted, we tended to buy a lot of book gifts for other friends and family who've had babies. And um, I was kind of disappointed, actually, when we went to Babies R Us yesterday, or when was that? This week. This weekend. Um, and they, they used to have a really large book section, and they had a lot of compendiums of, like, Disney stories and um mother goose fables and brothers Grimm and stuff and we couldn't see those so maybe it's just our location they've kind of changed around but the proportions of what they're carrying yeah yeah, they had a lot more um just one-off books which were still great but i think we really enjoyed those compendium ones that can kind of grow with the child and and it's more than one story in one book but anyway lots of cool pictures and and illustrations to look at too so we'll keep an eye out for some of those books but we really enjoy those um and those make actually really great gifts a lot of people were really happy with receiving those so just FYI, if you're looking for a really cool gift for somebody, um, those are things that they will, it, it takes a long time to read those. So you'll have them through for childhood. A number of years. Yeah. yeah. So, and just to mention those bookshelves, those are also from Ikea. So we're getting sort of unfinished, I think they're bamboo um, shelves. They're about three feet long, but they're actually used as picture, picture ledges. So we can actually put books on them and they've got a little lip that catches them. So um, we're going to hang a couple of those in the room for books. And that's about it for the. Um, oh, it's not it for the. No, you're for skipping the, the list. I'm skipping the okay. list. Jeez. <laughs> we got to get moving. We're going slow in too much detail. But um, stuffed animals, next one. So we actually, similar to the books, we went through a sort of Rubbermaid container that we've had since probably university of our childhood stuffed animals and other stuffed animals we've collected along the way. Um, Hudson's Bay used to give out 
or have a se- I guess have gift with purchase of, uh, kind of thing. Yeah. It's for teddy bears, um, it's charity bears, seasonal ones that you could you could uh, you could pick up with a donation to a charity. Exactly, and Mark's Work Warehouse too, or just Mark's, I guess is what it's called now. <laughs> for the Canadians, they'll know what that is. Um, also had charity bears, so we've actually accumulated quite a few really classic stuffed bears and dogs and, <laughs> so, and decor these are decor type, type uh, stuff yeah as well you they can probably set them won't around seasonally or something like that yeah but, uh, but they could be cuddled too yeah so we actually have a really cool trunk um like an english style trunk um that's kind of pink ish um that we got from adam's parents one year as a gift so we're gonna actually put that in the baby's room and kind of leave the treasure it's kind of like treasure chest just leave it open and have the stuffed animals kind of poking out of there um we won't put them in the crib because that's not safe. <laughs> so maybe the, until the baby's born, then move the them in. The trunk is going to make it a very enticing prospect exactly. for our, our puppy dog here. I'm yes, sure she's she already made her way and made her for her favorites known already. Trying to yoink some of them yesterday when we we're going through the container. So that's right. a little slobber never hurt anybody. Um, lastly, art. So we've got a couple of things. We've actually got a hand painted picture of our Labrador Retriever Juno that we got done when she was two or three, maybe. There's a local artist who actually worked at a pet store here in Ottawa, and he kind of moonlights as a pet artist, and he did a fabulous job. Um, I actually burst into tears. It was a surprise for Adam, but I burst into tears when he unveiled it for me. It was just amazing. It was like a photograph. So he's a very talented fellow. I'm not sure if he's still working, but if he is, we'll find a link for his work work and leave it down below. Um, He does, you know, orders from not just locals, so... And essentially, takes a photo of your pet and converts it into a, an oil on canvas. Yeah, uh, or similar and it's pretty large. It's probably like twenty by twenty, so quite large. So we'll actually have that in the baby's room. Um, our dog is eleven, so we're not really sure how much of <laughs> Juno is our dog. Um, our baby will remember, so it would be just kind of neat to have that continuity of the 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 pet that we have now in her room. Um, she'll remember that. And then we have a couple of woodland paintings that we picked up a set. I think it's a moose and a bear or moose and something woodland we'll just go woodland woodland for now and they're just paintings they're just little 16 by 16 um a set of two so we'll have those and then what else do we have oh we have the hanging um driftwood hanger we also found it winners it's sort of a beachy well obviously driftwood but um beige and white kind of driftwood hanging piece that we've got some swivel hooks that will hang from the ceiling and it'll just dangle down and then we have a hanging planter a pink planter that we've just got a faux ikea green greenery piece in um hanging from jute rope so we'll probably hang that from the ceiling as well um i think that's it for art oh we've got mirrors that are going to go Put some mirrors up that's right behind the dresser um we've heard that babies like to kind of look at themselves as they get changed maybe not right away because they don't really see much but down the line um and it'll just add some nice light and reflection to the room we have a big window in there so those are actually just dollar store um, gold sort of um, sunburst mirrors so we'll have a set of three or four up on the wall so we're kind of going minimal with art um, it's not a big room anyway and we'll have a lot of stuff going on just sheets and colors and blankets and that kind of stuff so art art all right so next category nursery's done so the next category is the sleeping and napping category okay so this took a little bit of homework and there's varying opinions on what you need versus what you may find you need later and may use or may not use. We found this one was a little bit more confusing for us. Um, we live in a two-story house, so we have 
what, 13 stairs? I think it's not like his back split where we've just got partial stairs. Um, we do spend the majority of our day on the main floor. So we wanted a place where the baby could be either changed or napping or set down when she's kind of awake, but still we need her sort of contained, <laughs> uh, maybe while we're making dinner or feeding the dog or that kind of thing. Um, so we ran through a whole bunch of scenarios. We asked a whole bunch of friends what they used when they first brought baby home. Was it just right straight into a crib? Um, we have a few friends who did co-sleeping. Um, we're opting not to do co-sleeping. We do have a crib. And so we thought, okay, she can just go right in the crib. But then a lot of people said, well, a tiny baby in a big crib, it's a bit overwhelming. They do like to be kind of more contained and more sort of, I don't know what the word is. In a smaller environment, I guess, they're used to being quite tight in the womb. So having this large space for this tiny baby um, can be a little bit overwhelming at first. So we opted to go the bassinet route. Initially, we were a little bit hesitant about that. Like, is it worth investing in a bassinet, which can be really pricey. And there's some Cadillac bassinets. I'm sure moms-to-be or dads-to-be who've done their research know which ones I'm talking about. Um, We opted to go kind of middle of the road. It's a little bit bigger than some of the standard ones, so maybe she could stay in there for, you know, longer than the three months or whatever the weight uh, restriction is on it. So we actually went with an Evanflow, Evenflow, don't really know how to pronounce it. <laughs> we'll leave it linked below. Um, we found that guy at Babies R Us actually on a flash sale for under $100. Um, so that was really nice. It's just gray, neutral, pretty simple. It does have the music option option and, and the i don't idea think for, it moves but <laughs> no, i don't think this one does no some of them have some all them kinds do. of bells and whistles so some of them definitely do the idea for the bassinet for us is to have it in our bedroom yeah uh, for, at least for the first few weeks or or months so it's fairly close to our bed so we don't have to travel as far when we're getting up in the middle of the night yeah with the baby um the bassinet can also easily be moved to another floor yeah, if, it if collapses we do want to collapse it and move it around. It's, it's I think a, it weighs less than 10 pounds. It's pretty light and pretty, pretty easy handy. to collapse and set up. So that's a really good feature about that. Yeah. Um, so that's we've got the bassinet in our room, and then the crib will, of course, be in the in baby's the room. room. Yeah, the so probably room. not used right away, but it'll be set up and ready to go. Um, we also thought about for downstairs, so because we do spend the majority of our day down there, we initially thought about the bassinet. Okay, we can just bring it down. But then the more we walked through that, are we really going to want to bring down the bassinet every morning and bring it back up every night? And the answer was probably not. Probably not. That just gets to be, I mean, um, that novelty would probably wear off pretty quickly. Um, So we needed a a space downstairs that we could put her down if she did fall asleep. We're also proponents of like keeping the environment light during the day so that she kind of starts to learn, you know, daytime equals light time. Even when you're napping, it's okay. And then nighttime is dark. So sorting that transition out I think earlier rather than um waiting a little bit longer kind of figuring that out sooner um so having a place to put her when she yeah having a place to put her when she's sleeping during the day so we thought okay well you can't really leave them in a swing bouncer for too long their airway gets blocked and it's just not recommended at that angle um so we opted for a playpen um which we figured will also grow with her because it's got the bassinet level so the infant level and then you can lower it or remove that I guess and it becomes like a play yard playpen for toddlers so it's a good investment in terms of getting maybe two to three years out of um, we also looked at the ones that come with the bassinet on top which some are removable some are not they kind of become a portable bouncer portable swing we found that that jacked up the price quite a bit by one to two hundred dollars just for that little portable piece which we didn't feel 
was necessary. Um, so we're opting not to have the bassinet on the playpen and just getting the changing pad piece. And actually the one we found, um, most of the changing pads actually removed so they can just go once you no longer need those. But they also, the one that we got flips over so you can actually just flip it out of the way so it's not in baby's area Sleep when she's sleeping. Area. She's like the whole bassinet um, piece or the top layer of the playpen. Um, and that guy we actually found uh, on walmart.com. So that's the uh, Harmony Play and Go all-in-one. I don't know why I remember these I, names, I don't know how you remember these. It's rather impressive, actually. I, I would be hard-pressed to be <laughs> able to say what, what the stays in your head. <laughs> anyway, it's super simple. Um, that's also on flash sale happens to be right now. So they don't have it in store. We couldn't really look at it, but their return policy is really good. So, um, we're just going to order that guy online and have him probably in our family room, which is where we spend most of our time. We also thought because the baby's being born in July, it's a really good thing to bring outside. Um, we have a deck so we can, you know, hang out there if she's sleeping and obviously watching temperatures and stuff. But, um, we're also going to opt to get a mosquito net cover. We have quite a few midges and bugs and just all kinds of things to also bite people summer summer in canada yeah exactly it's short but it's it's buggy, it's, can be buggy. um so we actually found a jolly jumper universal uh, bug net that fits over most play pens and most strollers and cart carriers it's just elasticized so it kind of adjusts to whatever you put it over so um super cheap i think it's five bucks on amazon so we're gonna get one of those and then we also opted for the main level to get a bouncer um, so we're looking at the Fisher Price um, Snugga Puppy, which is just cute because we like puppies. <laughs> it's um, vibrating and it's got some, I think it has music. It doesn't move on its own, but it vibrates. So it's just a swing sort of bouncer to set her down when she's maybe not fallen asleep quite yet or just kind of needs to be put down, but um, still within supervision and isn't asleep. So we'll have, just in sum, the playpen with the changing table attachment and the bouncer on the main level. And then we've got the bassinet and the crib upstairs. So that covers most of sleeping and napping. We've got swaddle blankets and that kind of stuff. We just have a few of those. I think we have four or five right now, um, which is probably good to start. And we'll kind of address as we need to. See if we need any more. <laughs> See if we need if any we more. Exactly. We've also got a blanket, which um, we'll maybe kind of judge. It's supposed to be a cool summer this summer. So we'll maybe use that. Maybe we won't, but it's something that down the road. Um, she can have obviously she won't have it in the crib with her but it's just a, a sort of deer one it's got woodland animals on it we picked that guy up at winters super soft um yeah so that covers off sleeping and napping i'm gonna move to the next category which is feeding and what are we going to talk about on that uh on my that breast friend <laughs> my breast friend i'll let you take that one <laughs> i think i can take this one jeepers so this is a feeding nursing pillow i guess you would call nursing it pillow. nursing pillow i, I guess is, technical uh, is term. primarily for use <laughs> by mom and baby but i suppose also if, if dad dad is a uh, bottle bottle feeding the baby it could be used as a bit of a support system in that case as well yeah and you see so many nursing pillows i know there's so many brands um the two leading brands that i found in my research were the boppy pillow and the my breast friend and i was seeing all sorts of people using both and i thought Okay, there's got to be one that's like better than the other. How do you decide? And I did a little bit of research and actually just Googled, you know, my best friend compared to Boppy and found this really cool website where she just detailed out a couple of the features that the breast friend one had that the Boppy did not. Um, so we opted for the my breast friend. It's just got a flatter surface rather than a curved surface. So when baby's laying, um, 
he or she doesn't tend to roll in towards mama, roll out um, off the pillow. The other thing, it's got back support. So the boppy pillow, um, if you've seen that, it's kind of like a C shape. So it kind of ends on your sides. It doesn't actually give you that full coverage that goes around, whereas the My Breast Friend does. So if you're sitting against a couch or against a hard headboard or something like that, certainly you can always put pillows behind it, but it's kind of got that built-in um, back support. And it also has a latch so you can actually like attach it around yourself so it doesn't shift around your body while you're feeding um same price point actually so for me kind of made sense to get those extra few features um so we just picked one up um we got ours at babies are us they have several different patterns and we just got what they had in store (laughs) which we happen to like anyway so it worked out well so that was easy yeah we also will have uh some cover cover and uh, swaddle blankets yeah so swaddle blankets also like the sleeping and napping category so kind of just multi-purpose uses um whether it's covering if i'm nursing in public um or outside or you know when family and friends are up um and then just uh swaddle blankets to swaddle them after they've fed so i don't think you can ever go wrong with too many swaddle blankets they also get fluids on them so super washable super soft um multi-purpose same with burp claws, actually. That's the next item. Um, we found some really cool ones at Ikea. They have a couple of um, two-packs that are fairly thick material. Um, the name escapes me. The Ikea Swedish name <laughs> escapes me right now, but we'll leave it in the list below. Um, those just, again, all-purpose to just throw over your shoulder, to wipe up, spit up, clean your hands off, dry stuff. Just a, an all-purpose textile <laughs> that you will need. Um, so we found a few of those. You can get them for super cheap. You can actually get um, fabric, like, uh, sorry, uh, diapers, like uh, cloth diaper inserts. They sell those in jumbo packs, um, bulk packs on Amazon. And a lot of people we've seen use those as burp cloths too because they're really absorbent, really thick, wash well, bleachable, that kind of stuff. So we opted for um, just plain white ones with the little gray pattern. So even if they bleached, doesn't matter. So lots of burp claws um one thing we haven't tackled yet is a pump so that's sort of to be determined that research um we also figured we've got a little bit of time figure that guy out um so we'll be doing that research and trying to figure out the world of breast pumps which is quite expensive yes so that whole system feeding system feeding system (laughs) yes so um and then nipple cream so also something we don't really know what we're doing and i hear that the hospital sends you home with some so we may just use that well, yeah, to <laughs> go based to, on that defer to the judgment of the medical community um until uh or when the time comes i should say yeah also something that hubby can run out to walmart and get that's right <laughs> when in need <laughs> this, is, this, this is the support duty yeah of a spouse down the line down so. the line how about we move on to the the changing section let's do it Changing mats. I think we mentioned this earlier already that we have two changing mats that um, we can we can move um, we can move around the house. We can use them upstairs, downstairs, on the floor, on a dresser top, anything like that. Uh, yeah, they're just the Terry ones, like the washable little mats. I think they fold out to twenty by thirty or something like that, so they're wipeable, waterproof. Um, again, they can sit on the changing pad that's on the playpen or on the changing pad that's on the dresser, but they can also just be removed and thrown on the floor when you need a quick quick change on the floor. So we've got a couple of those washable 
Diapers, of course, which we only have a few so far. Um, we got some in a little gift package from one of the baby stores in town. We also have a few coming to us from some uh, very generous, kind friends who have some leftovers. They just had a baby earlier this year, and yeah. they have some uh, newborn and infant diapers left over mm-hmm. that they said uh, they're going to offer to us. Yeah, they weren't used. Wanted. That's one thing that we were cautioned against is not buying too many newborn diapers because we really don't know. You never know the size of your baby. So... Um, they might skip that stage altogether. The newborn diapers do have that cutout for the umbilical cord protection, um, but not to go too crazy with buying newborn diapers because they may skip that stage altogether, as depending our friends on, found. The so they've the baby. got unopened boxes of diapers that they're trying to get rid of. So um, we're super thankful to take them, and we may pass them along to another friend if we don't use them either. We don't know what size the baby's going to be. Um, so, yeah, as Adam mentioned, we got one actually at uh, – a maternity store it was a little gift pack for signing up for their email address or email newsletter um that time maternity so um that was kind of neat they gave us a couple of samples of the different things it was a pack of 20 which we hear will not last us very long <laughs> so that's all we've got right now but so we'll more, accumulate some more, more diapers more, uh, more to do on that front uh washcloths as well we have a number of those already a couple of dozen at least I yeah think, babies so are us sends sells some really cool cute little packages um if you've ever been in their store those make great gifts too they're really neat to stuff in like a the top of a present for a shower but they come in 12 packs i think and they're wrapped in mesh just as a a bundle they come in like white gray pink blue um there's a dozen per 100 percent cotton super soft for baby skin so we've got two of those and then we got a couple of other ones that were gifted um, from a work gift for me. Lulu Joe, I think, is the brand of those ones. And then we're getting a bunch of washcloths. Actually, Ikea has it's their Crama series. Um, they've got really cute thin ones, actually, that get into all the little crevices around ears and those sorts of things, little nooks and crannies of baby skin, um, super soft. And then they've got little hanging tabs, just little colored hanging tabs that kind of look cute, too. <laughs> so... We're getting two packs of those. I think they come in a 10-pack for $6. Um, So super cheap and affordable. We are probably going to um, wash baby when we do a diaper change with washcloths rather than wipes. Um, Just personal preference. And we've heard some irritation issues. So we'll start with that and then maybe work up to wipes if all goes well we don't know we both tend to have really sensitive skin so we may There's end up with a baby, baby with sensitive, have sensitive skin. skin as well um we will have wipes for those quick you know middle of the night changes we're not going to be running to the bathroom squeezing out washcloths at all hours of the night so we will keep maybe smaller packs of wipes on hand um there's so many options now with you know just the water wipes and non-toxic hypoallergenic stuff so we'll just have to do a little bit of research on those but we do plan on having wipes for either middle of the night feeds or over at friends houses or traveling we do quite a bit of car traveling um so those quick changes where you don't have access to fresh water in the laundry bin and stuff so um we are going to be kind of flexible on that um we've got some vaseline on the list i've heard that's actually one of the best ways to prevent diaper rash so still have to do a little bit of research on that but um i'm a big proponent of vaseline i use it on my lips for lip gloss and Sometimes hands, if your hands yeah, are Yeah, chopped hands, chopped. winter hands, Canada, anybody? <laughs> I'm sure you know. Sure you know what we're talking about here. It works. So um, we'll have a little bit of that on hand. Clothing. Let's talk about clothing for a bit. 
So we've got a bunch of plain onesies. Uh, we've got we've picked up a couple of packages uh, from a few different stores, and these are just plain, um, hundred percent cotton. Just white. White. <laughs> bleachable. Easy, easy, easily bleachable, <laughs> cleanable, washable um, onesies yeah. to to outfit our baby. And I think we've got a few that are short sleeve. Um, a few we have that to are get long some sleeve. that are long sleeve, but I think well. most of the summer she'll probably just be living in short sleeves. Um, for that point, super plain. We're not planning on dressing up there's no occasion to really dress up this summer so super practical just being around in a onesie um easy to change they've got snaps um we got a bunch at walmart and then a bunch at carter's um so different multi-packs they're pretty affordable they come in five packs for 10 or 12 dollars 100 percent cotton super soft um we actually didn't get the newborn size i think one of them is zero to three months and then one we got is three to six months um so hopefully both of those between those they'll fit again something we can easily grab they're always either on sale or available um, in plentiful amounts anywhere so pick up more as needed Um, we've also got a bunch of sleepers so we've been shopping for just clothes kind of wherever we see them where we go to big box stores we saw a bunch at winners winners has great prices for baby clothes and they change their stock out quite regularly so you're not always looking at the same stuff they size them really well they're labeled really clearly. Um, doing that math of figuring out, okay, well, what season is it when the baby's what size? That sort of thing is a bit of a an exercise. Um, and also just knowing what the season's going to bring. We might say it's summer here, but it might be really cold. Um, and then we move into fall and winter, and every year is a little bit different, at least where we live. So doing, just doing that math um, can be tricky. Um, you might fall in love with an outfit, but it's just the wrong darn size. So or you got to be careful. Season, yeah. Given, given the size. And we also got really great advice not to buy too many newborn clothes. Similar to the diapers, you just never know. They might come out 10 pounds and they're just not going to fit the They're going to skip clothes. that phase. That's yeah. Right. So don't stock up on a bunch of that stuff that you're going to be really sad to never actually use. Um, so we've got most of the stuff. I think we, we bought mostly three to six months stuff. Um, and then if we, we saw one little sweatshirt that was like a six month old one, which we figure fast forward six months, it's like Christmas, January, which here where we live, Northern hemisphere is cold. (laughs) So sweater will come in handy. We've been picking up little things here and there as we've seen it when we've been shopping for the bigger stuff. Um, if we see something cute that maybe happens to be a good pattern or in bulk deals, there's a lot of stuff where you get three and four and five packs or stuff that comes with, you know, the pants, the onesie the sleeper and the hat, um, those are really good deals too. So we've got a bunch of sleepers with the feet. I don't think we have any with the hand covers. So, But some of the sleeves actually flip over and become hand covers because mm-hmm. baby's newborn nails are known <laughs> to be quite razor sharp. <laughs> razor sharp so um, keeping that in consideration. And then bibs, we've also got um, more for drool protection and <laughs> wiping up when it's you don't have to reach for a wipe because it's just strapped around their necks because in the words of many of our family members and friends babies ooze Mm -hmm. essentially for uh for the first several months or years of their lives and you never know when they're going to start teething too so some of them teethe really really young and start drooling um but also just wiping up you know spit up or whatever it might be stuff from various orifices on the face but we found a couple of three packs um we got a couple at winners and then we found a couple at ikea too super soft just um baby soft velcro attachments or domes um so those are super washable and we can just throw those on and in a pinch if you don't have a washcloth you've got a bib 
So. So now we're moving on to the next topic of bathing. Bathing. Let's talk about <laughs> bathing. Or baby bath. Uh, baby bath. <laughs> so we, we started off by getting a, a bathtub. We did. Even though we have a bathtub. We have. We actually it's have. A a, a real, it's a baby. It's a baby bathtub. <laughs> and this is another one where we asked a bunch of people, what did you use for your newborn? Because you see in the movies, you see people just, well, especially after delivery, they kind of, the nurses hold the baby in a sink and that's perfectly safe and that's fine. I think as they grow and they grow really quickly in the first few weeks, it gets a little bit difficult with a slippery newborn. You've got one hand on their head, one hand potentially reaching for soap, shampoo, towels. It's a lot of dexterity that is required. So I think we opted for having some sort of a containment unit (laughs) for the baby. Um, Most people that we talked to said they just got like one of those cheap plastic tub inserts that you could either sit in the kitchen sink or sit on a countertop in the bathroom or sit in your actual tub um, just to keep the baby more contained and it fills up with water itself Um, then you just empty it out when the baby's done rather than holding or that kind of thing so we opted for one of those plastic tubs we actually got ours at Ikea super affordable it's got some rubber grippies on the bottom of the the actual tub so that it grips onto our tub and then it's got grippies on the bottom of the tub for where the baby sits, so um, not as slippery. And obviously you would still keep a hand on them, but at least it gives you somewhere to lay them. It's inclined and it grows with the baby, so that's what we went with. Um, and some washcloths, obviously. More washcloths. <laughs> Lots of washcloths. Lots of washcloths. For changing, and that falls into a bunch of different categories. So we're planning on using those same ones that we got, the multi-pack um, from both ikea and babies are us so we've mm-hmm. got loads of those to go through we've got a hooded towel for uh keeping the baby warm when they come out of the uh, yeah. out of the bath apparently they lose quite a bit of heat through their through head their just head. like adults do but even more so when they're new so um we have a couple of hooded towels we pick up two really soft um terry towel ones actually from ikea mm-hmm. so and then one thing we still have to get is some sort of shampoo slash body wash um we're going to go with basic Johnson & Johnson. Um, apparently, they have a head-to-toe baby wash. So it's shampoo and body wash all in one. We'll give it a shot. Sounds like a good place to start. We can also see what the hospital recommends, too. They may send us home with a, yeah, a leftover point. bottle or something of what they use. What they use while, while we're there or something. Yeah. yeah. That's a good thought. So that's it for bathing. Fairly straightforward. That's pretty straightforward and fairly short. So we'll, We're uh, probably going to leave the tub even just in the bath that we use we have a guest bathroom upstairs so we'll probably we don't use it we have our own bathroom upstairs so um we'll probably just leave it in the bathtub bathtub. draw the curtain and then let it dry out between baths so sounds good so should we move on to the the transportation section (laughs) or do you want to save do you want to save that one for the end where we go through a few of the 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 shorter and quicker uh Sure, we can items? move on to medical. Okay, so we're going to skip transportation for just a second because we have a lot of ground to cover on that one. Uh, but let's, yeah, let's go to medical, uh, which we're, we still actually haven't picked up No, we haven't. yet. So digital thermometer, that's pretty much a given. We have one for adults, but it's, uh, I think it's one of the ones, is it under, no, it's in the ear or something. I don't know, we don't use it for <laughs> but we have we one. We have one. <laughs> um, is, we is have been sort of recommended to get one that beeps across the forehead. Um, just because that takes the least amount of time, it's very accurate, so it's less invasive and less um, 
finicky with a potentially irritated, feverish, moving newborn. Baby, yeah, so exactly. the quicker the better on that guy. Um, and the aspirator too. So for your nose, I guess, like their nasal passages. I think a lot of hospitals send you home with that. So um, that bulb syringe, we'll probably uh, hold off on buying that and seeing what, what we get when we come home from the hospital. Awesome. And actually, and then related to medical is sort of our, our fairly short grooming section as well. Yeah. Where we just, I mean, these are things, again, that we have not yet picked up, uh, but we have them on our list. Nail clippers for yep. the uh, the razor, the aforementioned <laughs> razor, razor sharp. sharp. Baby nails. Baby nails. Um, so we're and they come in packs of two. Usually there's like big ones and little ones, and they're just softer grip. There's one for toenails and one for fingernails, I think. Yeah. And a brush. Yep. For their hairbrush, uh, for their for their hair, if they kind of waiting to see, see if, if they, she has hair, if she has. <laughs> Maybe you don't need shampoo either. <laughs> as long as as long as she gets your hair, jeans, uh, she's gonna have a beautiful head of hair. I think luscious, so we'll wait uh, on that. luscious long brown hair. <laughs> to be determined. That's right. There's also the miscellaneous category where we have just a pacifier. Um, so we did a bunch of research, and there's the number one sort of recommended brand that comes in different sizes. It's the Avent or Avent. Not really sure how you say I it. Pronounce it. Um, A V E N T. But uh, sort of the number one choice of hospitals and moms. So pretty simple, straightforward. Uh, they come in two packs. So we haven't yet gotten that. Um, we do know you should wait a few weeks to try introducing a passy. So. Um, we have that on the miscellaneous list. Is so pa- those is passy a short form for pacifiers? It is. is. That, is, it, is okay. Or I was, a dummy I'm, if you're in the UK. Okay. Or a or, binky. Okay. Oh, so so we're gonna have to tailor this to our audience and where they're located. Absolutely. So, all right, so you have to, or the audience will have to be sure to let us know. Yeah, let us know where, what you call where them. you are, what you call them. That's gonna yeah. be that, that'll be fun. And maybe family nicknames too for them because oh, not everybody nicknames. sticks right. with those. Yeah, you had a. Do you have a dodo or we something? We called ours dodos. dodos. Yeah. yeah I, don't, so. I, I forget. I th- we soothers. I think soothers. Soother. Was that's we, another uh, one. That's what I think yeah. we we called them. As, at least as far as I am aware. So let us know what you call them. <laughs> <laughs> we should do a survey. I can't believe we're having a conversation about this. We'll do it, run something on Twitter or something like that, or, or yeah. get some get some voting happening. There, we'll have to think about that. Yeah, we also picked up a couple of other things um, that are, are sort of under the miscellaneous category. Your body pillow for sleeping. Do, yes. do you want to talk a little bit about that? It's, I have a love hate relationship with this body pillow. <laughs> it's a full sized full size body pillow. It looks like a big horseshoe. Yeah, it that's a, a good way to put actually. it. It's quite jumbo. We do not have a king-size bed. We have a queen-size bed. And it takes up most of that queen-size bed. I would recommend maybe a king-size bed for something like this. There are several that are shaped just like a C. I wanted one that no matter which way I rolled, I didn't have to roll the pillow with me. So this one kind of goes up either side and supports your head as a pillow. So I don't have an actual pillow. I'm using the top end of the horseshoe (laughs) pillow as my pillow. it is washable, like it's got a washable, washable removable cover, cover um, which comes off and washes beautifully. It hasn't shrunk, which was one thing I was worried about because it's quite a tight, snug fit on mm-hmm. the body pillow. Um, it works and it's great. It just takes up <laughs> amount of space. It, takes about, it does take up about three quarters of the bed. It's like sleeping uh, with a third person. In it, bed. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, you know, we actually don't have any experience with that. But, no. Uh, <laughs> But 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 for for Imagine. for me it, it is it does it reduces the size of the bed but you know you need to be comfortable while you're sleeping as comfortable yeah. as possible, uh, but it does remove r- reduce the amount of space that a spouse has a spouse or partner has on the other side of the bed. Yeah. But you need that you need that support because you it's know, being pregnant you can't yeah. sleep on your back it's unsafe to do yeah. that so you need side the, to side side to side and the support and it does flip up so you invert the horseshoe and you can lean it up against the headboard for reading. 
um, which is nice too. It gives you that extra back support um, so that you're not completely supine laying down. You're actually like inclined, but not a safe sort of um, level, I guess, yeah. <laughs> angle, mm-hmm. if you will, that feels comfortable. So um, I don't know the brand, but we can certainly leave that we'll in that the link below. We're, we're impressed with it. It's it's great. And you found it useful and uh, yeah. it's good. Yeah, found that at Babies R Us as well. Babies R Us as well, that's right, yeah. And also, uh, it's, it's a bit of a joke item that we have on here, um, a, a well-functioning washer and dryer. And there's a bit of a story here because we just replaced our washer and dryer about two years ago. Um, we had purchased those units from Sears. They were they were Kenmore models. About a year after that, Sears ended up going out of business um, here in Canada. And um, with them going out of business, the warranty went on the machines and things like that. And we, we, we know there's a bunch of other companies that helped to pick up the warranty and the repair options. The bottom line for us is that we found those machines just didn't particularly work well. Um, so one of the things that we decided to do, getting ready for... A baby. Our, our baby is to, is to get a, all the laundry that people keep telling us about is to is get a, a new washer and dryer. So we did that and we went with just um, good old Maytag. We, we walked into the store and said, our criteria is that the washer washes and rinses the first time through and the dryer dries the first yeah. time through. They and just uh, do their they job. just do their jobs, basically. They're nothing pretty to look at. No, but boy. <laughs> they look like they're from 1985. That's but. right. We were joking with the neighbors that we, because our laundry rooms uh, face each other um, from the sides of our house, we've been joking with them that we see each other a lot less now because we're just not in the laundry room nearly nope. as much as, uh, as we were. Yeah. But that's okay, actually. So, so we're pretty happy with that. So good old Maytag washer and dryer uh, we've picked up, and we've been super happy. And we now understand why the Maytag commercials of uh, the days of yore always <laughs> featured a, a Maytag around. repairman just hanging around, not doing anything. <laughs> we don't anything, need so. him. So, thanks so for far, that. so good. Thanks for that, Maytag. So should we go back to transportation? Transportation. Yeah, right. Let's start with this. So let's, maybe do you want to give a little bit of background about why we have found this challenging for us? Maybe it's just our minds. Uh, I think it's our minds. We are analytical people. We also... We've, as I should preface this, as we've been shopping for all of these various categories, we have not been the kind of people who go out and just do a one-stop shop and load everything into our cart. That literally just, we find it overwhelming. Um, So we've kind of divided it up. Yeah, we've done some pre-shopping research online. We've obviously, like we mentioned, talked to friends, talked to family, colleagues, done our own research online, just looking up, you know, comparison things, what you need prices, sizes, when kids can fit in what equipment, that kind of stuff. So we have kind of targeted, we've gone to a store and said, hey, we're just going to do bathing and changing today or just car seats because that literally is a trip in itself. So like Adam was saying, at least one trip in itself, there are so many options. And even the, the friends and family that we've talked to, you know, we're a little bit behind most of our cohort having kids. So that whole landscape of car seats and baby transportation systems has changed, it's changed a lot. Even in the two to four to seven years of our friends having um, little ones. So the technology that's out there is just amazing. The options out there are amazing. You can narrow it down. And we found actually some really cool places with really good sales associates. We were in one place um, called Snuggle Bugs which is actually a Canadian company. They're headquartered in Burlington and they have some sev- several stores around Ontario and then one out in BC. But um, the one girl spent about an hour with us. About an hour and a half of this time. Walking about... through just strollers. strollers. And she was so knowledgeable and she's a parent herself. 
Um, she's a two-year-old, so hasn't been that long since she's gone through this herself. Um, really narrowed it down for us based on a few key questions at the beginning because even in that store actually it wasn't as overwhelming there weren't as many options which we found comforting Mm -hmm. when you go into some of the big box stores and they literally have walls Walls like walls walls, plural of stroller and car car seat options and you just don't even know where to start (laughs) the signage is not that great Um, you kind of have to get really close to the labels and take it all in and whether it's up to 65 pounds or 30 kilograms or, you know, some are measured in imperial, some are measured in um, uh, metric. <laughs> Stumbling. Um, so it's hard to kind of figure out what you need. The price points are wildly varying. They're obviously all safe. Um, they couldn't sell them in Canada if they were not meeting certain safety standards. So, you know, right away, at least anything, anything if you, you had to pick it in a pinch, you'd be fine. Um, but we also just given the investment we don't want to be buying multiples of things if we can avoid it so we have the luxury of time we've done the research and kind of can take it at a at a fair pace and if if we if we are fortunate to have a second child as well we wanted something that could also be be used for a second child potentially some combination or another so with the car seat we were looking at um going right into an actual car seat like a permanent car seat that sits in the car and actually skipping the carrier stage so we had heard and this actually was at a recommendation of one of the snuggle bugs associates was that despite everybody using that carrier and that's great it's super convenient when you've got a sleeping baby and sleep we know is like gold you you (laughs) can can unclip it straight from the car seat put it straight into your stroller and off you go into a grocery store wherever you're heading out in the park or Or even on its own take it right into the store put it in the cart that you're shopping around with or just bring your own the baby. home and, and set it in your in your exactly in your, in your entranceway when you come in and keep the baby asleep so we understand that we totally get that that said she said they kind of max out at around three four months. maybe five months it all depends on how tall and how much your baby weighs. weighs at birth so there is a time limit and those things can be expensive they were running up to like five hundred dollars And we just didn't feel comfortable spending that much money on something that would be such an interim solution. So, Especially given that we're having our baby in the summer. summer. And in the summer, we don't have to worry the same way about, you know, inclement cold weather, which is a much greater worry here in Canada. If if you have a baby that's born in the the dead of winter in January or February, then it would make sense to have a covering over a carrier that you can quickly get in and out of a car. Yeah, We're sort of at this point thinking we won't have to worry about that as much. We could simply take our child right out of the car seat and either carry it into it in where we're wrap, going or put it in some kind of a wrapper wrap or, or a stroller or carry or other care, other kind of um, yeah. harness carrier on your body yeah. to, uh, to go where we're going. Um, fortunately, if that doesn't work for us, we also have the option of going back and picking up one of the, the car yeah, seat Yeah, you can carrier. always buy one. But I think yeah. at this point, we're just seeing how it goes. And I know we've talked to a few people and they've kind of understood where we're coming from. I think they've been shocked because it's just such a common thing that you see everybody carry a baby carrier. And I think we just put a little bit more sort of evaluation into it and, and really kind of crunched our numbers and figured that maybe we don't need that. And well, like Adam for, said, we can always go lifestyle. back and get one. Yeah. Exactly. And the time of year. So um, anyway. So we've decided to go with, instead of the, the carrier option, that's sort of an interim solution we're going straight with a, a stroller and seat. then a permanent yeah. car seat um as well that yeah. uh, that, we're, that we're getting so. so for the car seat there are options where they come all the way up to 100 or 120 pounds which we opted for doing that rather than buying the 
infant carrier and then buying one that goes up to 40 rear facing 40, 40 pounds, pounds rear facing 65 pounds rear facing and then 100 pounds so the brand that we settled in on is diono um they go right up all the way to 100 pounds um so that i thought was a good investment um because you'll have it for have it that long for and years. even if you do decide to get an infant carrier with a subsequent child you've still got you know the one that's permanent so you you can kind of choose your options that way um they do have the infant insert so the padding kind of grows with the child in the car seat um so we just thought that was better bang for our buck and um just a more permanent solution it goes rear facing for the pound requirements and then it goes front facing um, so it does all of the things in one <laughs> one of the trade-offs is that this particular car seat is somewhat larger than it's taller, it's taller I should sure. say, than, than some of the other options that are more oriented around the size of an infant. Yeah. Uh, so, so you know, to a certain extent, our, our infant baby in this thing could look relatively like a small. Small little peanut. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And a, a very large shell. Yeah. But they um, are slim profile, which is nice and actually accommodate, you know, up to three across. So if you do have a larger family and you've got three kids in a car seat at a time, that is a nice attractive feature is the slim profile sort of in terms of the width. Um, they don't extend as much as some of the mm. other ones do. And we also have a dog. And for right now, I was going to so, mention, yeah, that we, because we have a dog, having a slim profile seat. car seat <laughs> is also helpful because we also have, at this point, a dog that will also be on the back seat on the other side of the, the seat. sharing so space. He's sharing some space there, um, for, the, for the foreseeable future. Yeah. So that's where we opted. And then in terms of a stroller, we... How did we decide on the one? We, well, it was, again, that the recommendation it was, it was at Snugglebugs. So thank you again for that. If, if anyone at Snugglebugs is listening to this, thank you so much for your your time and and uh, support in answering our endless yeah. questions. But great staff training. It, it really it really came down to her asking us a few questions about you know what's your lifestyle like. And for us, it's it's sort of a combination of urban rural. We we live in an area where there's a lot of parks and a lot of trails. We have access to it. The Trans Canada Trail, which is a trail that goes runs the entire right length of Canada and it actually essentially runs through our backyard park kind of thing uh, but we we also know that this summer there's going to be a lot of construction in our neighborhood and the parks nearby as they replace a whole bunch of uh, drainage so our, our neighborhood is going to be ripped up so we're going to be dealing with some rougher terrain so part of we didn't want a um like an urban focused stroller yeah and many of them are they're 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 meant for sidewalks they're meant for malls nicely paved uh, paved, even when it's not under construction our back parks and just neighborhood trails and stuff tend to be more gravel they're rough there's roots there's mud there's mud tree roots yeah Yeah. so it's just not the pristine paved sort of structures that you see in a lot of other cities or a downtown core or something like that. exactly so so we opted for a more sort of um rugged stroller that that has um larger it's got three wheels they're inflatable wheels 12, 12 inch wheels. We need that for with a pump. for the weather. With a, but that comes with a pump. Too. Actually, it doesn't come with a pump. I think we have. I think a pump it does. does. It, it does come with. Oh, it does come with a pump. Okay. Pouch for the pump. I, I missed that. Um, so we'll have. So that that was a key feature. We do need to be able to deal with some rougher terrain around here. Um, also snow too. Snow not throughout that, in the shoulder seasons. Not that we're going yeah, out in the middle of winter. But you never but, know when it'll snow or when it'll exactly. rain or. We're we're here sitting at uh, what's the date today? April twenty first. It's Easter Sunday, and we still have a pile of snow in our backyard here in Ottawa right now mm-hmm. um, after the winter. So, uh, we've, this is the tail end of six, six months of snow here. <laughs> um, but you know, we also like so so we like the the size. It, we liked how it was relatively light for what we got. It Do you col- want to say what the brand is? Just so the brand, of maybe. course, the brand. The brand is Bumble Ride, 
And from what I recall, we still have some research to do, but it's a, a brand that's out of California. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's they a said it's, it's, it's a, a husband couple, and wife couple that, who that developed started this their own stroller company. company. It's it's a lot of the product is actually made with um, recyclable materials. So there's, yep. there's a, an environmentally friendly aspect to this, which which we can get behind. We understand. Uh, we've recognized the value in that. And that's all they sell. So they are strollers Stroller through company. and through. That's it. They have three different models and that's basically what they do. And then they have accessories and parts that you can add on like little insert pieces and hoverboard pieces for older children and accessory packs and things like that. But it wasn't a company that kind of does absolutely everything. They, they focus, they on, focus strollers. on strollers. Um, their customer service is super reliable. They're always able to respond to inquiries and warranty questions. It's them that you're dealing with. So we kind of appreciated that sort of small business model. That's right. um, as entrepreneurs ourselves, that kind of spoke to us. And uh, just a couple, I thought that was kind of a cool story. So Kudos to them. Um, yeah. so, so the story the story behind the company resonated with us. Um, the stroller as well, like it's just got a lot of just fantastic features. It's 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 relatively lightweight. It collapses very easily for portability in cars. It also it, it turns on a dime. I mean, if yeah. you if you one handed one handed, it's it just fingers, really. rotates very easily. It's got locks on all the wheels. Um, yeah, it reclines fully for the infant too. So a having a baby, a new baby, um, laying flat on their back, it's not an incline with their head kind of bobbling around. They have very little head control That's for right. quite a while. The, there's some viewing panes, so so when yeah. you're pushing the stroller forward, you can flip up some some flaps essentially and look through some mesh netting at, at how your baby's doing. It also uh, covers fully, so the, the actual umbrella right. or uh, I don't know cover. covering hood piece kind of comes all the way down to the handlebar. They also have a fixed handlebar that acts kind of as a foot rail, where the foot rest folds up onto the handrail and becomes sort of like a. It creates a cocoon-like effect for an infant. So you've got the hood covering, and then you've got the piece where their feet would normally be as they grow, and it kind of closes in on itself. So it stays like that and kind of keeps them just sort of contained and less, you know, overstimulated by what they're seeing out in the world. So um, that was a neat feature, and that's fully adjustable in several different stages. So as they grow, you can kind of, like, adapt that. That handrail is also removable. And then eventually when they get to be a toddler they've got a full foot rest, which we noticed a lot of them don't have feet rest. And I think that's weird when their feet are just dangling. Like that can just be, I would imagine, kind of uncomfortable. I would find it odd, yeah. Yeah, so that was one of the things that we were looking for. Um, It also just has a a really just a pleasant aesthetic to look at. And they have several um, interesting color combinations, which was also just kind of fun. Yeah. We decided to go with a a color to the stroller. We've just observed that. We went a little rogue with the color. Yeah. It's it's like a forest (laughs) green. Camp green. Camp green. Camp green. And with a, with a, with a a tan tan interior. interior. And you can, so you can pick these combinations and, and well, you know, we've observed that many people have like, you know, blacks or or grays um, in their colors. We purposefully wanted something to stand out just so that we can also I, I find each other if we're in a Spot store each other in a or, or in a parking lot yeah. or something like that. Um, so so having some choice to be able to just, you know, pick the color was just, just kind of fun. And even really. down the line, too, if a toddler is around with you, you know, saying, well, my mom and dad have the green, green stroller. stroller. Like, it's just an identifiable characteristic that maybe does stand out, like we said, for ourselves in a parking lot if we're split up. Or but one also, of us is waiting in line and just being able to spot the other person. And then also, also safety for the child, for the child right. as well. Um, down the line because we have noticed in the big box stores pretty much every stroller and maybe it's just ours but just be ours, yeah. they are all all black black or and that's gray or something just like they that. all just kind of blend in so mm-hmm. 
it was nice to have something that was a little bit um, novel. It just stood out Maybe. a little bit. No, and to be fair, we didn't actually inquire about color options on a lot of the other models. So perhaps they, they do have they other colors. They might have just been on colors. display all in black. But but one thing that was very clear with the this particular stroller and that was highlighted by the the staff at the store was the the color options. So yeah. so we appreciated that and uh, have opted for that accordingly. Yeah, and they do have an infant insert too because as you know, like most strollers kind of come pretty flat and basic. There's not a lot of head support for newborns. Um, it's just basically a flat surface. So they do have an organic cotton infant insert which just happens to be out of stock right now. So we're inquiring actually through Snugglebugs, through their buyer, whether we can actually um, get that insert in time, whether it's going to be back in stock and whether it will ship to Canada. So um, in the meantime, we've picked up a just sort of more generic, generic, generic um, infant headrest. It's a JJ Cole infant headrest that has an infant size. And then you just remove that from the outer one that becomes a toddler one. So it kind of grows with the child's head size. Um doesn't have the full body that the Bumble Ride insert would have, but it's mainly for head support anyway, um, and it's fully washable too. So um, if we do get the bigger one, we can have that, and this can just be a backup, but we kind of picked this one up while we were at Babies R Us and spotted it. Um, yeah, just to have. So, And then one other thing we were thinking of getting is a wrap. A wrap. Right. So, oh, actually, I should just go back to the stroller. We're gonna get that mosquito net, mosquito which we net, right. mentioned when we were talking about um, the playpen too. So there's a Jolly Jumper universal mosquito net that's about five dollars on Amazon, and it'll basically fit like form fit to whatever structure you put it. Yeah, it's got like an elasticized or, or, like yeah. a, or like a, 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 a yeah, pullable, elasticized. elastic or pullables like yeah. strings in it that can tighten up the the edges around whatever you're putting it around, basically. Yeah, and it fits most brands. Like it's a uh, universal so if you do live in a an, an environment where there's a lot of mosquitoes or other sort of flying pesty bugs out there yeah this is something to, something, to, something to consider and we certainly have that um, in our environment here in ottawa yeah so back to the wrap um the wrap. so this is for carrying uh carrying your your new infant uh wearable by either mom or dad or or a parent yeah um D- different from a structured carrier which we're also looking at but not more of a backpack n- not right thing. away yeah uh, but the but we're looking at the the wrap um, at least for you know getting getting the baby in and out of cars or or carrying them around the home or something yeah. like that. So in and out to appointments where you don't want to maybe have the larger stroller with you, but you need some place to have your hands free. We're thinking like grocery shopping, that kind of thing. Yeah. Obviously, or doctors' offices as exactly. well. There's not a lot of space for strollers. There's a lot of other people around navigating stores. Babies also can't obviously control their heads until they're about six months old. So going to a grocery store and putting them in a cart is obviously not an option if we don't have the infant car seat so having them on one of us um just takes that sort of hand piece away and we can have our hands free to shop and baby's still close close to us um we did a little bit of research on some of the popular ones so we've got the moby and the boba we narrowed in on the boba just because people had said it's a lot more stretchy so it kind of form fits and, and doesn't lose its elasticity quite as much as the moby um that said they're fairly affordable so you can kind of sample what you find is most comfortable and a great piece of advice on that front that we got again from the the staff member that we spoke to was to hold off on purchasing this until you actually have well the your, wrap your you child. can buy now okay oh, okay because it form fits to your child it's more right. the, structured so the structured carrier, carrier she suggested that's right, that's bringing right. your baby in and seeing how your baby wants to be carried how they fit on you i also thought for me 
being pregnant right now, having a structured carrier try on is not, not going to work because the well. bump is in the way. <laughs> so you need to go back without the bump and with a baby. Um, and depending on, you know, body structure and, and physiology Height differences and things like that, we might find that one we thought would work, maybe doesn't work. So we have to be both comfortable wearing it. So we figured let's go back with the baby and try it rather than maybe a doll or whatever. They do have dolls in the store, which yeah, are certainly test <laughs> welcome to try. Yeah, you can do that. Um, but she said, just, just come back. It's not something urgent that you need. So you can come back with your actual, your actual child, um, and give that a try. So we're going to hold off on the structured carrier, but we're probably going to by the wrap um to have sooner so um yeah and that it brings us mostly to the end of our list at this point in time it sounds like a lot but i think we explained more stuff. We, we did a lot so of explaining when you see the actual list it is fairly minimal um so we really tried to distill the essentials um from the various lists that we saw traveling the internet there's all kinds of must-have things for newborns whether you go on pinterest or Instagram or YouTube or the wherever you the go. The recommended lists from lots of baby, baby stores, stores out registries, there, lots of lists, registry lists, must-have yeah. lists. They're kind of debatably must-have. Well, because we saw in one particular case, um, we noticed that it was a fairly well-known baby store for for purchasing baby supplies, and on their must-have list, they actually did not include diapers on that list. Yeah, and so when people do put together must together must must-have lists, um, I think it's it's important to keep in mind that. Errors and omissions happen, um, yeah. so you know you need to balance it with with what you think and and what your you think your experience may be, uh, because like nothing's nothing's perfect out no. there. So you, so you have to kind of think about what your your life and reality is going to be like, and um, and invariably things will be missed. Yeah, and I think what I found particularly useful, and I mentioned this at the beginning, and putting this list together was just thinking about my day and our day and all the activities we do. Well, a baby does the same activities, so you just kind of have to break it down in terms of what they would need and maybe want or find comfortable um, for that activity that they're doing that's the same as ours. There's not a lot that's different that they do that we don't do. We all feed and toilet and transport and sleep and and (laughs) bathe and clothe ourselves and groom. And so it's just on a different scale. And it's totally new for the first time, for sure. Um, So we think we put together a, a fairly good list. But that said... I'm sure there's people listening who said, hey, you forgot about this Forgotten. or you won't need that or you will need this. So please, we're all ears. Leave us a comment. Well, and you this is also a, leave a voice message on Well, this is, this is a good spot. We can mention some of that administration. So at this point, we are running um, this podcast through Anchor FM. It's, a, it's an online platform for hosting podcasts. Um, it has a, an aspect that's uh, like a platform is online that you can access through your regular desktop or laptop computer. It's primarily been developed as um, an Android or iPhone app that you can use on your phones. And through those through those applications, you can actually send us voice messages. So if you have messages uh, or questions for us or comments. And you want to have it played on the podcast. Which you can do. Please let us know. Please, please let us know. Let, <laughs> let us know you're comfortable with you us it. playing it. That's right. We'd be happy to include it and answer your, your follow-up questions. Um, so that can all be accessed through Anchor FM or through the, the uh, uh, according apple or um, android apps Uh, we also have another we have our website thoughtsandfound.com which is sort of a a partner site to our other online presence of lifeinthedoglane.com which you can also check out if you're interested in some dog related information Uh, and all of our social media information is available on those sites so please get in touch with us send us some comments or questions and we'll be happy to sort of air them on future episodes and we'll be happy to come back and look at 
maybe yeah we, totally we want to do a part two when the baby's actually here and go through this list again and say hey we didn't need this we didn't use this hey we needed more of these this came in super handy we're glad we did that that kind of thing like a real life okay so how did the list <laughs> stack the list up go? against what you actually <laughs> right. used and needed so uh yep. what, we've, what, we, what we thought we would need and what we found regrets. out we actually exactly. uh, we needed so so we'll be back with a part two um in the meantime we'll definitely leave this list on our website um, and we'll leave it in the show notes as well, like a link to it um, somehow. So you'll be able to find it. And yeah, I think that's it. That's it for today. We covered baby gear. We've covered baby gear to, to this point. Yeah. So be sure to stick around for the rest of the pregnancy series. We've got topics like sleeping. Um, what else are we talking about? Pregnancy depression, pregnancy actually. Depression, yeah. Um, we're going to be talking Social, about socializing, socializing. Uh, going out uh, when you're pregnant. Yeah. Um, norms and cultural norms norms. and people perceptions perceptions and you as a pregnant person in society and how that changes people's opinion of you (laughs) diet diet exercise exercise some of the key things that we've noticed have been changes in our lives um and and in talking to other people we found it it affects other other people's lives in very different ways yeah we would like to add one little caveat note that we, we are not medical professionals uh, so, you know, we are talking about our experience, but for any specific questions that you have, um, you really should go and see your own particular, if anybody just heard that, we just had a fire truck in go by outside in our neighborhood that went <laughs> our by on the tiny street. tiny little so, neighborhood. So, uh, sorry about that. okay. But we are not medical professionals. If you are pregnant or have health-related questions, please do speak with your, your healthcare providers. We are not speaking professionally. This we are just speaking pure personal experience, personal experience so. here. But we are happy to answer questions that people have about our experience. Yeah. And we're also going to be going back, as we alluded to at the beginning, I am seven months pregnant just about seven months pregnant. Um, it's been a bit of a journey to get to this point. So we are going to be covering that, including um, loss. So we have had two miscarriages up to this pregnancy. Um, so we definitely are grateful to be where we are right now, having a almost complete pregnancy. Mm-hmm. We're still knocking on wood and taking it day by day. Um, but that is something that we intend to revisit as a completely separate topic. Um, so if that's something that people have gone through, wish people talked about more. That's certainly been our experience. It's something that once we have mentioned it to people, people certainly open up and say, you know what, that happened to us and in multiples too. So it's something that we kind of wish people would talk about a little bit more because we were stunned to find out the numbers, the staggering numbers of how common um, pregnancy loss is. Um, So that's something we'll save for another podcast because that's a entire conversation yeah. we can have for its own. quite a while and, and to that end we want to really emphasize that everything that we do say is with said with the greatest sensitivity to anybody out there that's listening that has has either tried to get pregnant or has difficulty getting pregnant has not been trying. able still trying has not been able to have children everything that we're saying uh, is 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 with the greatest sensitivity to the various situations people are going to we yeah. you know our hearts go out to you and uh, and what you're dealing with and we uh, we know right now, that pain firsthand. We we do, and we're grateful to be where we are right now, um, and are happy to share our experience um, experiences with you and the knowledge that we're gaining along the way. Yeah. So come back. Come back. <laughs> We've got lots to say that's about right. this stuff. We do. Yeah, so, we've been doing lots of things about the whole series. That's right. That's right. So thanks for your time today. Thank you for listening, and uh, we hope to have you back again soon with us here on the Thoughts and Found podcast. And have a great day wherever you are. Bye.